Once you open your mind, there's no turning back. The path to building superior intelligence requires us to unlock the most fundamental secrets of the universe. You are on the verge of having the life most people can't even imagine. Welcome to the Joel Said Podcast. In this podcast, we decode life and hack success with the help of neuroscience, cognitive psychology, and cutting-edge research that you can apply to your daily life. This is episode 10, where we talk about how to be an authentic leader and why. I am your host, Jess. Without wasting any time, let's do this. Leaders at one point in time worked as regular employees. Most of them had to leave their comfort zone to become leaders. It could be for reasons that they didn't feel ready for a new responsibility, they'd never had people reporting to them, or they didn't feel they could measure up to expectations. Whatever the reason may be, we all get pushed out of our comfort zone at some point in our lives, and with this push is how we all grow. Some leaders attach themselves to their authenticity as an excuse for staying in their comfort zone. It makes them feel like they are being true to themselves. But in all honesty, they are holding themselves back. And in cases, it can backfire on them. Just imagine an employee that has been promoted to be a supervisor of a department of five or six people. She has always believed herself to be a quiet individual. Her team notices that their new supervisor just stays in her office and doesn't have much of a presence in their department. They start walking all over her and going above her head. The supervisor thought she was being true to herself, but what she really needed to do was step out of her comfort zone and communicate more with her department and be there for them. A 2013 Gallup poll found that only 13% of employees worldwide are engaged at work. Out of roughly 180 million employees studied, only one in eight is psychologically committed to his or her job. A few reasons for this are frustration, burnout, disillusionment, and misalignment with personal values are cited among the biggest reasons for career change. Companies are encouraging their leaders to discover their true selves so they can increase employee morale. Two psychological profiles about how leaders develop their personal styles has been identified by psychologist Mark Schneider of the University of Minnesota. The two psychological profiles are high self-monitors and low self-monitors. High self-monitors, or chameleons, are naturally able and willing to adapt to the demands of a situation without feeling fake. These are people who care about managing their public image and mask their vulnerability. Since they can adapt to situations, they often advance rapidly. They try to mimic people that they look up to. The downside of high self-monitors is that people perceive them as dishonest. Low self-monitors or true-to-selfers tend to express exactly how they think and feel. The problem with low self-monitors is that they stick too long within their comfort zone and this prevents them from meeting new requirements or evolving their mindset. Research done by Hermione Ibarra, a professor of organizational behavior and the CORA-chaired professor of leadership and learning 
at Inseed suggest a few ways to get started on being a more authentic leader. Number one, learning from a diverse set of role models. Nowadays, nothing is original. All learning involves some form of imitation. An important aspect to consider when thinking of being an authentic leader is to take elements from other people's styles and behaviors and make them your own. Don't just focus on one person. Look for a wide array of role models and pick and choose leadership traits from every one of them and compile them into your own mix. Two, work on making yourself better. Setting goals for ourselves is very important. By setting goals for learning, we get the chance to experiment with our own identities without feeling like imposters. When we do this, we understand that we are in the process of learning and that we won't get everything right from the start. We get the chance to really explore what kind of leaders we can really become. As per some experiments done by psychologist Carol Dweck from Stanford, when we are concerned about how we will appear to others, we actually end up inhibiting our learning of new or unfamiliar tasks. And the third one is, don't just stick to your story. We all have gone through some defining moments that have defined who we are today. Consciously or unconsciously, we use these moments to guide us in new situations. Psychology professor at Northwestern, Dan McAdams, describes identity as the internalized and evolving story that results from a person's selective appropriation of past, present, and future. What he means is that we need to believe in our own story, but we also need to embrace how it changes over time, especially with respect to what we need our own story to do. Visualize different stories for yourself in your head and keep editing them until you're happy with the one that fits the situation you need. Be as descriptive as possible. It really helps to visualize every little aspect about your story. Thank you for tuning in. This podcast provides general information and discussion about supplements, health, and related subjects. The content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials on our website are not intended and should not be construed as medical advice. If the reader or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately licensed physician or healthcare worker. Please head over to www.jolsid.com slash podcast to download the show notes and detailed research along with the resources discussed in today's episode for your future reference. If you like today's podcast and found value in it, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us to continually bring quality content to you.